So I'm delighted to be joined today for the first Story Behind podcast by Laura Hart from Laura Hart Home. Welcome, Laura. Thank you. Lovely to be here. Thank you so much for agreeing to do the very first Story Behind podcast and actually my very first podcast as a host. So um, thank you for diving in with me and being brave. I really appreciate it. The other story behinds that I've published have been written stories and I really felt with your story when we started to talk about you sharing your story as part of Story Behind I really felt that it felt like a podcast it felt like it needed to be listened to because not only have you been on a journey that has brought you to where you are now which we will talk about but also your journey in terms of your thinking has seemed to develop in line with what it is that you do as an intuitive coach and I felt that would be far more interesting to be heard and listened to than to for me to to take your words and write them down so um, that just felt more alive somehow. We met at an online event, networking event, um, back in June and it was really odd this, I woke up that morning and I saw that the event was running and I read it as next week so I thought oh I'll sign up for that next Thursday and then um, I was sitting having a a coffee and a message came through saying are you joining us and I was like oh it's today so I, I, I jumped on and there you were and you took us on a visualization journey it might be useful Um, if we first of all just hear a little bit about that visualization journey just to kind of give our meeting a little bit of context and Mm -hmm. and to context to those that are listening so the idea is that the subconscious mind is very powerful and when we go into that mode of like it's basically like meditation especially with visual people which is the people that I attract so people who really like to see things visually and the idea is is that you know we all have our own gifts and talents and callings and through life and everything else that gets in the way we don't always connect with it and the purpose and the intention of that visualization is to connect there's also things that stop us from connecting the blockages so the way I help people to connect is and to move forward is to find out what's stopping them. So, yeah, I take you through what's holding you back and a word or an image or something, whatever resonates with you usually comes up. In fact, I don't think I've ever had anyone not. And then I then take you to a word that's going to move you forward towards your life purpose or your next gift or your next step in, in whatever you're doing it really moves that person forward quite quickly and it shows them what they're desiring at that point now that usually whatever word comes up is the word that then then they focus on i know uh, for you and i don't know if you want to talk about your word mm, yeah um, definitely forever yeah which was um i think i've said before um when i saw the word and i saw forever initially i thought oh what kind of words forever you know it just felt like I wasn't expecting that to be the word Mm. and yet almost instantaneously I thought actually I know what forever is forever is I want this feeling that I'm feeling right now forever 
And that was to do with where I was in June, mm-hmm. um, where I had shed quite a lot of stuff without kind of intentionally doing it. It was just the situation we were in meant I, I had to shed quite a lot of stuff. And I was feeling quite content despite everything that was going on. And the forever for me represented that I wanted to, to, to feel that feeling forever. The thing that was blocking me, when you talked about mm. what is blocking you, um, was, was thoughts, <laughs> unsurprisingly. <laughs> the first stage of any moving forward is to, to be aware of what it is that's stopping you moving forward mm. and to really understand that. Um, and a lot of the time we don't always have the time or we don't feel like we can take the time to sit and that is if you wanted to sum up my business my purpose is to hold that space for people Hmm. so they can have what I call the no space no time there's you know I hold that container for them of space so it'd be really I think it'd be really interesting to hear about your work as an intuitive coach which I know is very much connected with your work as an artist I know it's very quite difficult to separate the two because you are very visual um so as as an intuitive coach what what kind of people approach you Laura you know and for you know without getting into detail what kind of reasons might somebody come to you and say you know to use your services yeah the main thing is, is that they feel blocked they want to do something or sometimes they don't even know what they want to do and they want to move forward but they feel this like something's blocking them and what it is is they come with this the swimming in the thoughts that scenario where they're like they don't know which way to turn Mm. they're a little bit lost in everything that's going on in the world and in their life and they just need to come back to themselves Mm. and the fantastic thing is is that I help them through visualizations. I also, I use a lot of tools. I think intuitively, I, I, I use my artwork. I, you know, I utilize a lot of different things and I, I always use my intuition as to what that person needs and they often will help me with that as well. Yeah, so I help them to figure out what that block is. And we start off in a, I try to focus them on one thing because if we try and sort everything out all Mm. at once, then that's when we get lost a little bit again. Um, And we look at what's holding them back, but very much more importantly, how they can move forward. So just an example, I had a lady come to me and she wanted to know about her purpose and we took her into a visualisation and what came up for her was the block was quite interesting it, it wasn't a word it was a bit like this a, we're a sat at a big sturdy wooden desk mm. and yeah so she told me afterwards and, she, and at the time she wasn't sure what that was and she was a, a website designer um, but she also had a passion for um, being outside and being in a community and very hands-on. She worked with horses. So when we talked about the desk, we realised that this desk signified something quite important. Sitting at a desk every day on her computer was blocking her from her bigger purpose. Mm. And we spoke quite a lot about how, you know, what what it was. And she talked, talked very much about being outside and being 
hands on and moving around. There was a lot of movement when she was talking. And when someone speaks, their energy changes. So when they talk about something that they're doing, so it might be a job, it might be a career, it might be what they're doing at that time, you know, just to bring the money in. Their energy is very different. It can be quite heavy. But as soon as they talk about something that's, you know, lights them up, it's just such different energy. And that could be as simple as, I go and feed my horses every morning or I have a walk in the woods. It doesn't necessarily have to be their life purpose. But the more we can do with that, the more we can move toward. That's us moving towards our life purpose and aligning with our soul. Yeah. We've had um, conversations about people often define you by what it is that you do. And I have done this before when, when I've, and I've probably done it in a roundabout way just now, <laughs> Where, when I've done uh, interviewed people for the story behind um, previously, I've asked them to describe what it is that they say when they meet somebody for the first time, if they're out at a function or somewhere at a party or whatever, how they would describe what it is that they do. And actually, it's not the most terribly comfortable question to answer um, unless you're prepared for it. And I've always struggled with it because um, of what I do, which is quite difficult to, it. you know, it, it's not... It, it, I can't say I work in a bank or I'm a nurse or I'm a teacher. Um, but putting that aside, it's a great shorthand because it, it gives you an idea and it's a conversation starter. But it doesn't tell you any more about that person than what it is that they do. And we've been talking about, you know, how we could shift the question, uh, which also might be equally as uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't it be nicer to know who somebody is, who they are? Who are mm. you, mm. you know? Um, which is, um, yes, you might be a teacher or you might be a stay-at-home mum, but there's so much more to everybody than who it is, is mm. what they are. I'm thinking about your lady and in terms of, you know, she spends so much time sitting at a desk and that's her block. Her mm. a big wooden desk is her block and, it, and it's stopping her from doing the things that she really wants to do, which is, sounds to me much more who she is. Her horses mm. are much more who she is. Mm. And the fact that she her energy shifts and everything changes about her, isn't that more interesting to talk about than what you do for a living? You know, and I know that's what <laughs> I know what this is, this is what this is all about. But you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to create these story behind um, stories and, and the podcast was just to get underneath all that and to find out the history, but also what sits underneath why people do what it is that they do. Because the, the why, if you're passionate about what you do, is, is often so interesting. Maybe that leads us on quite neatly to talk about your artwork. You, and we've got, we can't, you can't see it, <laughs> we can see it. We've got some of your lovely artwork um, here in front of us. The obvious one maybe to talk about right now, if that's all right, is yeah. I've, which is one that I've just bought, which yeah. is Flo, <laughs> which is adorable. Mm -hmm. I, absolutely, I cannot wait to put that on my wall. Um, and I will somehow um, maybe make this the picture for the podcast so people can see what I'm looking at. It's beautifully colourful. You describe it to us, Laura, actually, because I'm describing something that is your work. That's OK. I also would be interested to hear, you know, the reason behind buying it as well. The reason I, I connected with it was because it was the first thing I saw 
about you. That was the first thing. I love the word flow. I love that word flow. And I think it's something that I've thought a lot about quite recently. And it's something I do. I do go with the flow. Mm. Um, I don't often think that I do. But once I'm in the flow, I very much go with it and follow my intuition. And I find it's so much easier to do that than to be constrained. Um, so that really connected with me. And I just love, <laughs> I love the little individuals sitting on what look, I always like flying carpets <laughs> to me. <laughs> and and they seem to be... Um, flying down what looks like a rainbow. It's just beautifully optimistic and colourful and mm. I just love it. The reason why I created this, uh, I with hindsight now, um, is because at the time when I created it, I actually felt the opposite. Mm. I felt restrictive and quite... Um, control is the word. I wanted to control and perfect my artwork. I wanted it to be perfect and... And I no longer wanted to do that. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, but it didn't feel right for me. Mm. And the word that kept coming in, and the and I actually have this written on a post-it since, I think I wrote it in January, is let it flow. Um, and that is, it goes back to my life, really. I've tried to control quite a lot, a lot of parts of my life. Mm. And what's happened is it's almost like putting a dam on um, a stream mm. it's it's stopping the flow of the water just to go where it wants to go mm. in and out the stones and yeah and at some point um you know the dam does break and you know I've had that happen in my life as well but just to come back to the flow um when I when I um whenever I do my artwork I always do a meditation and I I haven't had this book actually called <laughs> the mood hoover and it had this beautiful I love that term yeah, it's called the mood, <laughs> mood hoover and it had this beautiful um colors of a bit like the rainbows and flowy um and it was all about <laughs> this little boy I think it was called Stan one of my little boys book books and he was basically hoovering up all the color out of the world mm. <laughs> which is pretty the opposite but I do get my inspiration from some really you know everywhere not just books but everywhere i always connect with the rainbow the colors of the rainbow it means quite a lot to me so that's the there's like the the wave is all about going with life's ups and downs but it doesn't have to be um doesn't have to be a, a tough ride it, it can be fun you know even when we have the downs you know it's all about looking at that and thinking how can that teach me um how can that you know what lesson can I learn rather than oh that's happened again and yeah so this is more about you know treating life as a wonderful journey a wonderful mm. ride like a roller coaster but in a good way you know like you have those highs and you have the lows but you also have a great time. Laura tell me a little bit uh, about little Laura. <laughs> little Laura. <laughs> little... <laughs> You're quite little anyway. <laughs> little girl Laura so Laura when you were as far back as you can remember and your, your dreams, aspirations of what you wanted to do when you grew up. Yeah, little Laura was very um, artistic like I am now. Um, and yeah, I think it was you actually who asked the group 
what did you want to be when you were a little girl? And yeah, I didn't have like a vet or a doctor or anything like that. I just remember wanting to fly. <laughs> um, yeah, so not always outside the box usually. Um, so I remember quite vividly in the school playground, we had like a ledge which was probably about a metre tall. And I remember just keep jumping off it and wanting to fly. And I remember thinking, why can't I fly? I don't understand. <laughs> um, and now I understand that even though at that point I couldn't physically fly, um, that word, I have actually got another drawing with the word fly on it. And it's, it's such, the energy of fly is a massive part of my business. You know, like feeling, being above and flying and, you know, bringing other people with me is how I see, how I help my clients, you know, to help them really take off and go after what it is that they want to do. So yeah, me as a little girl, I was very sensitive and quite a quiet child mm -hmm. to the point where my mum and dad thought I was deaf. And I, had, I remember having a hearing test. Um, so I did, I did find being younger quite, um, I found it quite a challenge. I remember being quite sensitive to a lot of things and thinking that my sensitivity was a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But with hindsight, I can look at that now and know that sensitivity is one of my gifts. It's, mm. It means that I, I can tell if someone's upset or not, even if they don't even say a word. I can feel the energy of a mm. room. So, yeah, I, I can now look at some of the things that I thought were quite a burden. Now I can look at them as a gift. Yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. I've um, recently been quite hung up on the whole... Um, everybody's feeling that they have to fight to be heard and everybody's especially with with social media now everybody's clawing at you for your attention and there's a big kind of push on how you know you need to be you need to show up you need to be there you need to be seen every day you need to be and actually there's so much strength in um in being quiet, there's so much strength in being sensitive, um, in having empathy. All those qualities are massively, massively important. And they were qualities that once upon a time were celebrated. Um, and, you know, um, qualities like being humble, um, qualities like being sensitive. Um, but somehow, maybe they've got a little bit lost now and you know you can't be too sensitive because if you're too sensitive you don't survive <laughs> survive what? <laughs> what, what what are we having to survive and how terrible is it that that we have to be a certain way to be able to cope um when maybe we don't actually want to be coping within that environment and it, a lot of people i speak to i i, I know a lot of artists and a lot of them tell very similar story to yours, that they were quiet, they were fairly sensitive. And I often wonder, was it, is it just that you were listening and taking in what was happening around you? So artist Laura, and you, you obviously you went to school and you, you were a teenager and did that, did that quiet Laura, that sensitive Laura continue into your teenage years as well? I did find some of the subjects 
and the way school was a bit of a challenge mm. um but I also had quite a I felt like I was always trying to please certain people I remember going to the careers library you know when you have to choose options and every step of the way you choose an option um I remember when I got to college and I kept looking at the options like for university and what I wanted to be and I just never fit into any of the boxes it got to a point where I had to just choose so I remember going I'll like a bit of that and a bit of that and and that's where you know I am more of an what I call I can look back now and say I'm more of an alchemist but then I was I, I was quite stuck I felt like I had to go down a certain route um I had to go to school I had to go to college had to go to university but I didn't know what I wanted to do so I ended up doing a course that turned out to be really quite creative but I do question now you know why I chose that course which was something called fashion promotion okay. and I did love the course because we did something called trend prediction and it was such a interesting thing to do so you know when you when you get the trend forecast mm. you get like a, a um a catalogue of different textures and patterns mm. and you know it was all about bringing text textures and patterns together and I love that part you know taking photography of rusty things mm. and lots of it was just so creative yeah after university I was in that well what do I want to do now and I, I ended up being a assistant buyer for it's clearly not meant to stay or did you enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> it 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 wasn't very creative yeah so no, it's, not, I it's not meant to stay I, all I remember of that job was drinking a lot of tea to stay awake right <laughs> but yeah I, I moved around quite a lot um trying to find what it was what is it that I want mm. to do and and then I ended up at Ikea um and Ikea opened a lot of doors for me I do have some really fond memories of Ikea. I got to travel. I got to go to some places that I would never have got to go to. Um, Japan and Canada and some amazing times there. So I was the interior design manager. I had a team of people who created the room sets. And those room sets were a reflection of the local market. So we had to do lots of research into the local market. And that's the part I loved, mm. that part, talking to real people about mm. how they lived at home. And that's when I, I really, you know, that's the part, the little golden nugget and the travelling that I loved about working at Ikea. Through having children, it started to not not be aligned to me anymore. And mm. um, I actually took a job in a local textile shop not far from where I lived. And <laughs> that was the turning point. It just, it, it it actually sucked the life out of me. <laughs> to cut a long story short, um, they let me go after just under three months. They told me that they, they were letting me go and that they couldn't afford to keep me on. And that was a massive shock, but at the same time, a massive relief. And it yeah. was what catapulted me into, right, this is now the time to start my own business. We're now two and a half years in. And I've been through lots of journeys already, and I've enjoyed it. So the most recent one is Quantum Flow. Well, the interesting thing about Quantum Flow is my artwork led me to Quantum Flow. Okay. Now, I bet you can't guess which one. <laughs> Let me guess. 
<laughs> flow. Yeah. Yeah. So, literally about two two months after I created that artwork, so I actually had the words "Let it flow" on my wall, and I had an email from. And I have to say that I completely wholehearted believe in energy and magnetism which is like being attracted to something because it's for you know the highest good of your journey or your soul journey and um i remember opening this email which wouldn't normally open uh, from someone uh, that i follow there was a three day challenge uh for quantum flow and i did the challenge and i loved it and at that point I had to make the decision do i want to carry on the journey and I wasn't sure, but it wasn't because I didn't absolutely love the method. It was because I was questioning whether I would actually finish the course, right. <laughs> which has happened a few times mm. for me. My definition of quantum flow is quantum meaning infinite possibilities and flow meaning flowing into those infinite possibilities. And I feel like the artwork that I created opened that field of infinite possibilities mm -hmm. so it really made me realize that when i create art it's manifestation tool so manifestation meaning that i co-create with the universe which i know is a bit out there for some people but you know what you think you become so i really immersed myself with the feeling of flow and then i attracted this course called quantum flow and I find mm. that absolutely fascinating it's extraordinary actually isn't it yeah and the words he uses often in his um communication with us is let it flow mm. and they are the words that I've oh, had wow. written <laughs> in my um study so the biggest difference for me is now that it used to take me you know, sometimes months to create something um, or there'd be a big space between creating. I've created three pieces of artwork in the space of about two weeks. Wow. That's massive for me. Yeah. Massive. Also really interesting, I know when we spoke before that you bought the, the domain name for the, the one word artist and with quantum flow what you're exploring and what you're focusing on is one word mm -hmm. and again there's that kind of real synergy that that you know your artwork focusing on one word quantum flow focusing on one word and suddenly all these things which is why I said I, I thought this would work so well as a podcast all these things in terms of in, your intuitive coaching and your artwork is 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 all flowing into each other I feel like a lot of the time I embody a feeling through my artwork and then I bring it into my business and help other people do the same. Laura, if, if people listening to this can't see what I'm seeing right now, <laughs> but there's that energy that you were talking about that you saw when you were working with that lady who had the, the desk in front mm. of her. And it's lovely to see that energy in you. And I just absolutely know that you're going to go forward and make such a big impact on so many people's lives through your work as a coach, through your quantum flow work and also through your artwork. And um, and just, just before we finish, um, 
how do we how do we see your artwork because it our table is <laughs> covered in beautiful colors and it's just so inspiring how can other people see the work that mm -hmm. you do by the time you hear this <laughs> all my artwork will be on the website and you'll be able to purchase prints so limited edition prints through my website which is laura hart home which is spelt with a h-a-r-t but i'm sure there'll be a link um yeah so that's how you can see my artwork amazing and i'm really looking forward to taking home my beautiful flow painting i know exactly where it's going to go um so that i can look at it every day and and look at it also with fresh eyes from us spending time yeah. together today so thank you so much thank you so much for letting me be your first Yay! story behind <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs>